Hey everybody, welcome to Reading Minds and Solving Crimes. This is a podcast between three close friends where we watch episodes of the hit TV show, The Mentalist, and then talk about it. We are in season three, baby, and as always, we have Chris Sacco. It is good to be back, good to be back in the house, watching The Mentalist, getting at it. Let's go. Yeah, solving crimes, reading minds. We also have a one Scott Lee. You guys are gonna have to bring that energy way down. No, it's <laughs> it's only can't. going higher. It goes. It, I it, we plateau at like the ten minute mark, and then it just drops from there precipitously. I got, I got a booster and a flu shot yesterday, <laughs> and I cannot. I need you to just temper temper things so it doesn't sound as bad in relation. Dude, I was, I legitimately thought I was having a bad drug trip when, when I got my booster. <laughs> it was like one of those situations where I'm like, I need to just go to sleep. <laughs> That's the only way this is going to work for me. Yeah. My booster and also nice. not, a, not a day goes by that Emily's not like, I can't believe Sacco doesn't think that we're close friends. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Emily, I am dude. very much your close friend. Don't don't think this. It ain't easy, dude. Heavy is the hat that wears the crowd. Okay. True that. True that. Or heavy is the head that. Yeah, wears the just head. Heavy is the hat. <laughs> why is, is, why is what's that? wrong with what's why wrong is, with wearing a hat that has a crowd, dude? Why is the hat wearing a crown though? And we're definitely back with a Bix mind crime sayings. <laughs> Let's go. We're in. <laughs> we uh. Oh, what's been new? We have we took a impromptu little break in between our. Break from the mentalist. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a sojourn, if you will. Thanksgiving, uh-huh. Thanksgiving holidays, seeing people. I was in a wedding. That was fun. Like, oh just, yeah, just a lot of stuff. It was just busy. So, but I'm glad to be back. I've I've missed talking about this silly show. <laughs> the ridiculousness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get a lot of ridiculous. I feel like the show is getting to that point now where it's like. It knows what it is, which is good, but, like, I want them, like, where did this episode come from? <laughs> I, I, I feel like that a little bit with, with episode two that we're going to talk about today. It felt, a, it, felt okay, a little, okay. it felt a little goofy. I enjoyed it. A little goofy? I have been absorbed in a MMO for the past couple of weeks, <laughs> trying to get up to date for uh, the new Endwalker expansion. That I can, o- like I can always tell when you just sort of disappear for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it has been, I mean, it's been super fun, but like, also, man, <laughs> it's it's good to finally be caught up. It's, you know, when when you have the text message thread, Scott, and we send a message, and then a big doesn't respond for like two days. <laughs> and you're like, hmm, I wonder where he went. <laughs> ah, said damn Final Fantasy 14 again. At that point, it's just basically like a still alive. Yep, cool. All right, I'll talk to you when, when you're done. <laughs> what was it? There was something where I was like, I was like, oh no, this is a lot. Like I forget what it was. Shit. But either way, whatever. Like so, I finally got to like the whole reason I was started to play Final Fantasy 14 was this expansion called Shadowbringers. Mm-hmm. And like, man, it's such a it's such a good expansion, dude. It is, it Crit- really like critically acclaimed. The critically acclaimed expansion, um, it it like the story beats are amazing. <laughs> but one thing I found funny is that like I'm this weird sicko, because so it comes in various patches, and like one of the patches is infamous for being like incredibly like moving and sad and like a tearjerker. 
uh, it's, it's patch 5.3, <laughs> and it's it's just like a, it's like a perfect ending to that chapter of the game. <laughs> but I'm the sicko that will like then wa go on and watch other people play 5.3 and start crying on, <laughs> on broadcast. And I'm like, yeah, give me it, give me that good shit, dude. Abik, you read the Red Wedding chapter of Storm of Swords for like six months straight. You just well, kept okay, reading. Well, that was a that was a dark time in my life. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't yeah, matter. This that's still, just this, straight unhealthy. This still this still tracks. You're watching these people play this horrifically sad ending. You're like, hey, give me the good stuff. And I remember you reading Storm of Swords. Emotional. Like, I, it's emotional. I, you were like, I can't get past it. I just Does that make you an it. emotional vampire? Sort of, yeah. I would say that might be worse. Though. So I, I was about to counter me like, no, this is it's very different because like the 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 red wedding stuff. I would just read it to myself over and over again. That's worse. Whereas this is like me. I'm looking at other people being sad, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the second one's worse. The second one is worse, but All right. but the content for the second one is better, so it kind of evens out. Okay, you know? well that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my favorite was Coke Carnage. He would keep shutting off his camera, being like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my camera keeps like breaking." <laughs> uh, that's that's just good stuff, baby. <laughs> that is the good stuff. So okay, what? So the new expansion is gonna come out at four a.m. on Friday. Oh boy. What do you think? Should I should I set an alarm? Should I do? Should I be one of those people that like gets in there minute one and right. tries to be on the forefront of the leveling? Journey? I don't think it doesn't matter because you're not going to be like going for like world first raid or anything, right? So, no, yeah. So it doesn't matter to like, on a personal <laughs> basis. It as long as you don't spoil it for yourself, it literally doesn't matter. But I could, I could. There, but the fact like a that good... other people are enjoying it. <laughs> But for those like fifteen minutes, the first fifteen minutes, and I'm right there at the top of the the best of the best, you know. For that literal <laughs> moment. <laughs> Did you take Friday off to play all day? Nah. Then nah, don't wor don't worry yeah, about waking up at four. Yeah. <laughs> Just pretend, pretend it comes out at five o'clock on Friday. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Fair then enough. Just, then we're, play we're adults. <laughs> e either you take the day off and you play all day <laughs> which is also a reasonable strategy yeah well, that's a totally allowable thing you just gotta i have like seven more vacation days to take off before the end of the year not including holidays that don't roll over and i don't get paid for <laughs> you gotta take them but off you better baby. snap those babies yeah, up dude use them so I gotta figure out a plan, but there's also like can, work going on too that I. So I'm gonna like every other day. <laughs> can yeah. you can you pull off the holy grail that is getting off any all, all the way from Christmas to New Year's? Is so I enough? can get I can get pretty close to that. The only real issue with that is there's probably stuff that I need to push forward anyway. Like not like intensive, but like yeah, that like that I need to just like push the ball down the street. And the second part is because our company is semi-active, like no, like no one's gonna be around. So and working pro, like I can do whatever yeah, I want. So it doesn't even yeah. make sense to like take those days off because like 
everyone else is so I can just work on the stuff I need to and no one's going to bother me. <laughs> if I'm you, I'm snapping up every Friday, Monday for the rest of the year. Yeah, That's I think not a bad idea. Mondays, Mondays for sure. Fridays, we tend to have meetings, but Mondays are like open now. So I might do like Thursdays and Mondays. Yeah, just take them off. <laughs> like, I'm not. That right. seems like a baller idea. I have a week yeah. that I'm I'm probably gonna roll over because I yeah. want. Time if I could roll them over, I would just hold on. To Do it. they not let you roll over any of the weeks? So they did last year because of COVID stuff and like people didn't take vacation. And then this year they're not doing it. So that's weird. Ramp. Yeah, that's a know. weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But again, I work from home ninety nine percent of the time. So well, yeah, easy matter. enough. Yeah, they're not forcing you to go back in a lot, are you? No, once a week, whatever day I want to. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I was like, is it cool if I come in like on Friday or something? He's like, you can come in whenever you want. All right. Cool. Is there like any good food places nearby, though, that you could like link into it? You're like, if I have to go to work, I might as well get some fucking sweet tacos from this place. There's a Chipotle that's actually open. <laughs> that's ideal. That's about, that's about it. it was I fine mean, dining. I, w- I mean, I would say there's a Chick fil A, and that used to be exciting, but there's a Chick fil A closer to my house now. So, yeah, yeah I don't, I'm sure there's stuff around there, but I'm just like also the type of person that would, I would rather not take lunch and then like leave earlier. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, if people want to, uh, I don't know, tell. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Tell, t- uh, tell us uh, what what what's their favorite meal <laughs> while they're eat working. <laughs> Where can they find the sacco? What a terrible segue! But you can't find the smoothest transition I, I've ever heard in my entire life. This is season three, dude. We start from the you know. I have to get back into mid season form. All we're right, shaking this the is rust fine. Off. We're shaking the exactly. rust off. If you if you want to tweet at us with your favorite lunch spot while eating, you can tweet us at <laughs> at Mindscribes. And if you want to email us with recipes from your favorite lunch spot, you can email us at <laughs> itsmindcrimes at gmail dot com. <laughs> and Scott. <laughs> Some You're dog. a cool dude. <laughs> Appreciate that. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> what a uh, oh. what was I gonna say? Alright, so now we're we're starting season three. What did you guys think of the first two episodes? Uh in general, I liked them. Yeah. It was I think it was a I think it was a reasonable start to the season. I don't think they did anything wild. I didn't don't think they hit you with anything crazy. There's some cool character introductions that I that I thought was neat in the second episode, um, and yeah, I I overall they were pretty good. I liked them. I liked. I think one thing I noticed between uh, with both these episodes is I really like the banter between Lisbeth and Jane. She's getting. I feel like their banter. Yeah, she's yeah. got. There's a little bit of sauciness there, dude, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> there's some good back and forth between both the characters. What'd you think, Scott? Yeah, they were both they were both good. First <laughs> first episode was, you know, like going to a, your favorite diner and getting that diner food that's exactly what you'd expect it to be, but it's still like good, so it feels nice. Yeah. Second episode was a little different, but also pretty good. You you, you branch out, you're like, you know what, we'll get the lemon meringue pie today. And then you're like, no, nah, maybe next time we just go back to the we go back to the <laughs> But it's it's it was nice to 
Try it. Yeah. It's missing the spice that is the rest of the. So, like, one thing I feel like that both these episodes were lacking was like a lot of the CBI, like, goodness. Like, really didn't have too much Cho, Rigsby, or Van Pelt. Like, both by themselves, <laughs> but, but, but also, Pelt like. Got so fancy, though. Yeah, she did get a fancy hat. <laughs> She's the fanciest lady at the dinner party. <laughs> we'll talk about it there too, but I'm like, is this motherfucker going to a funeral? Like, what? That's why what I thought wearing... was happening. I was very confused. I was like, why? Is, why? Why is this old lady trying to scam a funeral? You know, <laughs> you know when Jane was like talking to Cho in the Cho business episode, and he's like, "I need you to wear your like nicest suit," and he's like, "This is my nicest suit." You think he was like, "Grace, I need you to wear your fanciest clothes." <laughs> and she showed up in that, and he was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I know a mark when I see one, all right? This is not what I was hoping for. <laughs> I feel like she would look silly at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> no way. No way. That, no, because that's... No, you can't wear the black dress. You can wear that yeah. hat. That hat is money at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> that is a ridiculous hat. The black dress out. is a little you can't over just, the top. You can't wear all black like that and just go out and about your business. You know I mean? And before like, Labor Day? Come on. What are we doing? Uh, I don't actually know. <laughs> when. I don't know what the rules are either. I thought it was no white after Labor Day. but I assume it, then black after Labor Day. But the question <laughs> that is... That seems like a logical assumption. Is it no white after Labor Day until the new year? Like, when does... When's is a reset? When is a reset? Maybe it never does. Maybe the first Labor Day is like... That's it. That's no more white. No more white clothes. <laughs> Burn them. Burn them if you have them. Or dye them. Yeah, you could just dye them different colors. That's true. Not a bad idea. Let's not be wastrels. <laughs> uh, Alright, so season... Or, sorry, episode one, Red Sky at Night... Uh, this one starts off. We have a, a they they introduce a new character again, which is the the CBI boss boss or like the director. I think this or, is a completely I, new position, right? We've never met a previous boss boss. No, because if if we're thinking Manelli is like high what, tower, high tower, then this person is like the person that Manelli's like. I hate talking. <laughs> like, this, hate and the actor has been. So he's definitely been in other shows, but I could I could not place where he, he. But I feel like he's generally like a bureaucrat who is very distasteful. <laughs> I mean, he plays a great yeah, yeah, yeah. like he, bureaucrat in that, and and it's it's made even better by the fact that he has this weird lackey, <laughs> yeah, who also is in other stuff. And that yeah, the interaction there was fantastic. Very, very strange. It, I forget exactly what, but didn't he say something like, he's like, the director will see you guys now. Like, fuck off. What are you doing? He's right there. (laughs) What what is happening right now? You can't just tell me this shit. Uh, But but to set the scene real quick, there was a homicide and a kidnapping. Or I think it was like there was a kidnapping and... Uh, the- Technically, there was two homicides. <laughs> yeah, but they, we don't know that yet. There, right. there, there's a yeah. quote unquote kidnapping, and then there's the chauffeur. I think it's the yeah. chauffeur. Yeah. Yep, is has been killed. The director of the CBI, which I, I should probably remember his name, but or Bertram. There we go. Um, he is already talking. He's like starts off talking to the press, and he's like, "Yeah, we ha- we'll have our best people on it," and like. You know, saying all this same nonsense. 
Um, and then this motherfucker, the lackey guy, who for me, it's not the actor because I looked it up, but he reminded me so much of the mole man from Austin. Powers. I was gonna say the kid from Good yeah. Year. From uh, is it Good Years? The Good Years. Who's oh, the same? It's the same. No, it's no, the same. It's, that's a, it's the same actor as like he was a child actor and then he came back for that. Mole, 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 mole. <laughs> I think it's like the hairline because it's like the slightly it, curly hair, but also then like pressed flat against the yeah. head. It's or a very like something about his look. smile. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's like very much. I'm like this has to be he him. Like and a, I'm like, yeah, he, there's a lot of weird things about him because he's like has a very <laughs> gaunt complexion, but at the same time he's not like like ghostly white he actually is like kind of tan but at the same time like pale tan <laughs> <laughs> um so i think he's I want- red john <laughs> <laughs> or at least associate he could be one of yeah, red john's lackeys red, red, yeah, john will, lackey. red john will see you now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the director will see you now um uh, uh. uh, there was okay, so it's a, I wrote the note down. I forget the exact context for it, but the, one of the, to to kind of reel back to like I think there was a lot of good interaction between Lisbon and Jade. Uh, at some point, Lisbon's like your memory is God. Do you remember what the context for that is? Uh, she, that she had told him that like the new director or the new director gotcha. director was gonna be around or whatever. So I really I I liked a lot how. He, She's like, your memory's gone. And Jade's like, how dare you, okay? My memory, I have a fortress in here. It is meticulously placed so I can remember whatever I want. It's just that what you're telling me is boring. (laughs) So I I choose not to remember it. I I believe he says something like, there's no fact that escapes my grasp, except for things that I deem to be unimportant, in which case I set them free immediately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like nothing that Elizabeth said was wrong it's just yeah. Jane took umbrage with the <laughs> idea that he couldn't remember it, it was by choice uh, still it was very funny uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when the lackey's like alright he's uh, the, the director will see you now I like how the director walks up and he does and then he starts saying the same kind of like press speak that he did like moments before where he's like He's like, I'm gonna spare no expense. Like, we work. If you can work overtime, you can work all the hours you want, and like, we'll make it down. Like, we take care of this kind of stuff. Um, and Lisbon's like, yes, sir. Like, sure, totally. <laughs> and then Jane's immediately like, I'm out. <laughs> like, I, I ain't doing this shit, dude. Deuces. I'm actually retired. <laughs> <laughs> and then my notes here, I just wrote Lisbon sweaty guy meme because she can tell that she's like, good God, man. <laughs> like, don't do this to me all right off the bat. You're killing me, bud. <laughs> um... <laughs> so the guy's confused, right? And Jade's like, "Whatever, I just I don't deal with you." And he goes to walk away. When the when this is when the lackey like pushes Jade. <laughs> he basically goes like, to make the move like you're you're not allowed to leave yet. And he's like, like Jade's like, "You just touch me." <laughs> you just, you just touch me. <laughs> and even and then the lackey even looks like taken aback by the fact of what he did. I did. I did. <laughs> it's very funny. And then and then Jade that does the um oh look, I like the you you wearing a nice jacket. 
I'm, I just put a dead rat in your jacket. That's all you're going to be able to smell. You, no matter how much you clean this jacket, you won't get it out. And, it, and the guy's like, ah, like I feel something. And he's like, oh, it's a rumpled up toilet or like a rumpled up uh, paper towel. And he's like, but you're going to imagine there's a dead rat. <laughs> you could imagine if it was. That was just that think was about actually, it. When he did that, I was like, Jane. You are you are an insane person. Like you are an absolute lunatic, and I love you for it. The first thing I thought of was like, why is this motherfucker walking around with a dead mouse in his hands, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, then it then it all made more sense. <laughs> it's very well done by Jane. And then he ends the scene by saying sorry, Lisbon, and dipping. And then you see a great shot of Lisbon. Like, slowly looking back at the director and being like, no. <laughs> oh, no, she says he had a rough summer. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I, I thought, you know, they're always good with the intros, and I thought this was just as good. Yeah, I feel like the cold openings are pretty, well, I guess they're not, like, cold openings, but the openings are usually openings. pretty good. They're, they're very they're hot. hot openings. I feel like they're always pretty good. <laughs> uh Sacco, what happens next? Do you remember? Uh honestly, I'm I'm trying to remember what's going on because I watched this episode a long time ago. I think it's like <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh they're back at the CBI office, right? With yeah, I think high we see um it's Lisbon and Hightower. And I think Hightower is basically like we want Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah. So Hightower is like we need Jane on this on this uh, Dublin case, and Lisbon's like, listen, he doesn't want to do it, and Hightower's like, well, you have to change his mind, and Lisbon's like, all right, I mean, like, sure, I can, it's just, it's a little unethical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Hightower is like, listen, I don't want to know, <laughs> you do what you gotta do, don't tell him what you're doing, we just need him on the case. Yeah, because <laughs> Hightower is very concerned that Liz that Jane's actually losing his mind. And is like it is not gonna be able to do the work that he's been consulting for the for the CBI. Yeah. Uh and, I mean so what I will say here is that the thing that Lisbon does to get him on this case is horrific. It's cold as ice. Like, it is so cold. And, and it's diabolical. And the fact that when Jane gets to the house and sees his daughter, he's like, okay, Lisbon, this is what you're doing? And just says in front of them is arguably worse. It's Well, it's very good because of uh, for two reactions there. One is that... Jane follows her in the first place. He's like, you're up to something. I know it. But I'm just so curious what you're up to. I have to go there. And the second part being... Oh, what was the second part? Oh, no. that like He is like sickened but impressed yeah. <laughs> that, she would, that she would do such a thing. Yeah, because um, after after Jane and... Li or after Lisbon and Hightower talk, uh, Lisbon goes and finds Jane and he's like sitting in a weird closet room. I don't know what like... All right. Is that in the CBI? Like, what is yeah. this weird, rickety-ass, yeah, yeah, yeah. like... Haunted <laughs> hotel on the top of the CBI. Yeah. It looks I, like a weird attic space for, like, a child. But it's open air, though. <laughs> and there's, like, there's just, like, weird chains and ropes just kind of, like, hanging yeah. around. It's a very it strange no sense place. to be in this building. <laughs> but that so, feels like it was part of a set from another show. <laughs> and they were like, we need, it, like, Jane to have, like, a secret hideaway spot. And we could build it here. And then they were like, well, let's just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> it's fine. 
Yeah, that fucking this this actor will do anything, right? Yeah. But so Lisbon goes up there and she's like, stop blaming yourself about Christina. Like, whatever. You can't blame yourself. You didn't do it. He did it. Um, and he's which, like, you're. Which huh? is weird. Just to, to interject real quick is I got excited because um, at least the episode I what the episode I watched, it said like previously on. And then yep. I have this, all this focus on Christina Fry. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, we're, this is great. We're going to find out the like, answers to the questions about Christina Fry. And then it's just like never mentioned. Really. <laughs> Other than this one thing of him being like saying her name once. But. Yeah. But I think I mean I think Christine is going to come back up later in the in the season. Like there's, I have a feeling it's going to be like a mid season, like you think it's one of those like the sweet sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's got to be. There's got to be something that happens. And if I can put a prediction out there, she's going to show up and pretend like everything's just fine. I think think so. Yeah, I think I think she's dead. I think she's dead. I think she's just going to randomly show up, and it's going to be like she's going to be like, "What are you talking about?" I just cool. went to I went to Maui. I forget who's, but I like whoever said that. Like she's turned now. She's <laughs> she's working for fucking Red John now. I think I think both Sarah and Emily said that, didn't they? Yeah, I like that. I like that idea a lot. I I disagree with it. It'd be cool, but I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. Good job, writers, if you did it. No. Um. But yeah, so they're they're up in this weird attic closet thing with like nice windows. Uh, and this is where Lisbon's Jade's like, I'm not going to work the Dublin case. Lisbon's like, fine, I got it. Don't worry about it. You need a break. It's cool. It's all it's cool. Fine. But completely unrelated. But yeah, totally unrelated to this. Could you come meet somebody with me? And he's like, Who do you want me to meet? She goes, I can't tell you. And she goes, I promise, it has nothing to do with the case. Won't I ever lie to you like this? And and Jade's like, You're trying to play me. Like you're trying to play me. And she's like, No, no, I'm not. And he goes, All right. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you that shot. Go for it, and and then, yeah. So that's it's, he gets up. Um, I don't know if they go right to, um, so the Dublin's house or whatever. We see Not- them in the car driving over, and then Lisbon checks in with Cho and, ah. <laughs> and Scott. Do you remember what happened with Cho? Because this is one of the rare like fun parts with Cho. Yeah, so he's at he's at the Dublin's house, and he's. As the wiki describes it, babysitting the wife, yeah, whose name is Giselle, which tracks. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like hamming up the fact that she's like so distraught, and she's like crying and like running away, and then like coming back. And there's a really funny line at one point where she, I think she chose like, "Ma'am, I need like need you to be a calm or something," and she's like, "Stop calling me, ma'am. How old do you think I am?" <laughs> And Joe's like 48, 49, and then she starts crying again. And then I think it like cuts back away that like this is just what Joe's dealing with. I just love him being like pleading to Elizabeth. He's like, you, I need, you need to get me out of here. You don't know what you've put me into. This is not my bag. I want to say when when she starts. Well, okay, I can't. A, I can't tell if this actress is. Really so good bad it's really good. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I keep switching between the two where I'm like, this is a fantastic actress at playing this yeah. ham fisted. I think person. she's very good at playing that role. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, she was really convincing to me of the like I'm way over the top. 
<laughs> I I think I because I'm, I'm watching it back right now. I think I love any scene where Cho's just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he plays being uncomfortable so well. He's like just sitting there looking at his watch, <laughs> like God damn it, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> like I can without him even saying a word, I can see his internal monologue being like <laughs> like. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, I why? Wish, I, I wish could've... I was still in a game. <laughs> <laughs> I was an Avon Park playboy. What is, they called me the Iceman. What is this? <laughs> they kind of got anybody else to do this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, and then, so yeah, then we get to the um, the the victim's family's house. This, and... is, the show, this is the chauffeur's family. Chauffeur's family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, Jane's like, or they ring the door, and who who answers but the uh, the victims or the chauffeur, who are both in the same, uh, her daughter. And Jane is kind of like, looks like he just got like hit by some, like a bricks or something. You know what I mean? Like, he's immediately like, like God damn it. And... He, he as much as basically says so, like, they go into the, um, they go into the house, and the daughter, <laughs> to, to, to play with, like, what Lisbon already did, she, like, does this, like, the one-two punch of, like, she's like, I hear you're one of the best detectives, like, that we have in the whole area. Does that mean you're gonna find my, my, like, who killed my dad? Um... <laughs> And Jane's like, hey, this is a crew, like, or he says something like, he's like, this is real fucked up, <laughs> like what you just did to me. Do you remember what exactly he says? It, the, the words are, I just have to say, I didn't think you would stoop to such crude manipulation. <laughs> and yeah. he, sa- he says it so loud, like so <laughs> loud to Lisbon. And the, the daughter's like, excuse me, I don't understand. And he's like, inside joke. Sorry, and we'll find who killed your dad. And they're like, "You're joking, right now? What are you doing right now? Who the fuck are you?" Which now that we know that the father-in-law is the killer, it's like, <laughs> like, uh, like, buddy, <laughs> like, fucking relax. Spoiler alert: stepdad's the killer. I knew Not it. Only is I the killer, knew it. But like, I also right, like to, um. Ah, well, well, I'll wait. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. We can, we can do the quote unquote. I'll put a pin in it. <laughs> well, that's we'll my, pull that's that pin later. That's, yeah, no, I, we, listen. Season three. It's all season new. Three. We don't have any pins. <laughs> uh, so Jade basically is like, okay, like listen, like I will find whoever ki- I, I will find who killed, um, your father. I don't know if we get anything else out of there, do we? Not really. I don't think. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Jane, Jane says the whole thing that like he didn't want to go to work, but Lisbon tricked him knowing that like you would be my daughter's age because she got <laughs> murdered by some guy. And that's like, it's all fucked. It's all fucked <laughs> up. I did write one thing, which was, um, Jane asks a question and they respond with me being like, yeah, no, my dad did have a temper. And then, and then one of like I want to say the father responds like that he did and smiles and I'm like this is real fucked up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like knowing what we know by the end, which is that like this he killed his her 
the actual father because he got beat up by him the, like another time. It was like ridiculous, but it's kind of outlandish. <laughs> and then we also we get the thing of Jade being like, or, like once they're like leaving the house. Jane being like, I didn't think you have it in you. It was pretty good. But like, I guess I'm going to have my revenge. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, because like Elizabeth up until right there, but she's like, thinks she's hot shit, right? She has this huge grin on her face. And I she's got like, wait, him. hang on. I manipulated <laughs> Patrick. Wait, you can't manipulate me now. That's not how this works. Wait, it's just the one way manipulation. I manipulate you, <laughs> then you come to work, and then I don't have any repercussions. Uh, Jane's gonna put a bunch of dead mice in her ceiling (laughs) I'm gonna replace all of your Spice Girls albums (laughs) with Yoko Ono albums (laughs) thank you I couldn't figure out a good Spice Girls I couldn't either but I went with someone who's terrible I was like, what's another girl group that would be inferior? And I'm like, I don't totally, know too many girl groups. Completely total ridiculous tangent. Uh, this past weekend, I found a band <laughs> that was suggested to me that uh, we could maybe throw out on the Twitter. It's this group called Eskimo Callboy. They, okay. I, I believe it's a group? the group is called Eskimo Callboy. Um, I've listened to two songs by them, Hypa Hypa and We Got the Moves. I believe they are a German screamo boy band. Oh, <laughs> it is. It is. You just sub- said three words together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Take take a listen. We'll we'll tweet that out. It's good stuff. Because okay, I was like, right. I, sh- I should have said Eskimo Callboy, and you guys would have been like, "What is an Eskimo Callboy?" <laughs> that sounds like a sex thing, honestly. Are so they the rivals of the-, of the Avon Park Playboys? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're the uh, they're the Alaska <laughs> chapter, but anyways, um, I think now we get a scene with Jane and Lisbon talking with the um, the kidnappee's secretary, right? So the the yeah. person who's kidnapped, what's his deal again? Like he's like some kind of he's like a he lawyer, was like a, right? yeah. Yeah, there was a, there's a super short little scene though where Rigsby and Van Pelt talked to some like weird drug dealer guy and was like hey we know you've been working under this bridge and he's like nah the hoes do the bridging like it's all the it's all you the prostitutes t- you gotta talk to the bridge troll <laughs> <laughs> but that comes that comes back later so yeah the, yeah that i don't think we get anything else from there other than like hey like check out the bridge troll yeah the check out the bridge troll trolls. situation yeah, yeah. um <laughs> I yeah, so I think they start interviewing at the the lawyers like law firm basically, and um the assistant kind of I want to say she gives up the vag that the that the the lawyer person like goes out with like a hooker once a month or something, right? Or like it's like something to that effect, right? Or he. I think she thinks that like he's having an affair or something, but it's something where it's like it's like off the books. But he like every month like on the dot he always does this, and lo and behold, this one night is when um he get like you know this is the the one night where he's like kind of not 
on the books for is like when he gets killed. So they're like, oh, is it like something like there must be someone who must have known like their scheduling or something, which I guess yeah, now that we know the killer. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jane also kind of drops like a like, listen, man, <laughs> like you got to you got to move on to a new dude. You can't be fucking thirsting after this lawyer anymore. Which you know, comes out of left field. <laughs> It's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happens after? There's a ran- is that when the ransom comes in? Uh maybe. Oh, oh, no, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Jane so- and Lisbon go back. They they relieve Cho, right? Oh, it's it's because as they're walking out from from that in uh questionnaire is when jade's like oh because at that point i think jane says like he's probably dead mm-hmm. <laughs> and he keeps saying that and like lisbon's like you're fuck you're just fucking with me now aren't you like he's not dead he's like and jade's like trust me on it and that's when uh lisbon gets a call about the ransom and she's like ha like don't you feel stupid now now that they're asking about a ransom yeah, but he's no, like, Jane, no, she- it's you who is stupid. <laughs> but, but Jane's like, he's dead, right? Jane Jane says, is there any proof of, like, he asks if there's any proof of life, and he's like, nah, there, there's no proof of life. And he's like, well, he's dead. And Lisbon's like, don't say, <laughs> don't say anything to Mrs. Dublin. Like, don't, because we know you're going to be like, yeah, your husband's dead immediately. Please don't do that, Jane. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's the next scene, right? Is we we, we meet up with uh, Cho and the and the wife who <laughs> who's like a million dollars. I oh 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 Lordy Lordy. <laughs> I don't know how to you know what I'm trying to you know, I was like, roll with that roll with that. Oh, I I declare it's a million dollars. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly that. I didn't know that you could play clips from the oh, show live on on the. Oh, oh me, oh my, oh Mississippi, it's it's coming up again. I'm, one milli, I can't. And then, oh, Jane, I, and then I, Jane, I do declare. And then Jane's like, your watch and your your like ring right there are like worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Yo, that's an original Yeezy you got wearing. Like, you know how much that shit's worth. That T-shirt you got on is five hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and then he's he's basically like, you don't, he like, we get it. You don't, you don't really care about him. You probably want him to die. You you don't have to act anymore. And what's funny is like, she takes a second. She's like, sure, why not? And then she's like, he was a he was a total goon. <laughs> this is this reminds me for any if anyone is listening, um, plays any Phoenix right. It's like the per- it's like it reminds me so much of that where it's like if for people who don't know Phoenix Wright is this like fun little almost like a like a story game where you're this lawyer that is uh, investigating some ridiculous crime. It's always like the completely completely insane and the witness like comes on the stand. They say some stuff and you like poke holes in the witness's testimony depending on what you know. And like you poke enough holes and then immediately like eventually the witness will like change their entire story and become like a lot of times they'll become like evil or like, all this stuff. And I'm like, this is the exact, this is like a great representation of that where she's like, like, listen, like you gotta go around the block to find how many people want to kill my husband. <laughs> like this guy get, sucks. Get in line. He's basically trash. <laughs> 
He's a human trash man. <laughs> Which was refreshing to hear. Yeah. It was it was pretty funny. She, she flipped real quick to be like, okay, I'm not crying anymore. Everything's good. <laughs> but Cho had to live through the act, though. He did. He did. He did. Like, he was there for that, too. And he probably was like, motherfucker. <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you think Cho do you think Cho realized it was an act for her? Do you think he was just so like, I don't want to be here that he didn't even notice? I, I think, think he just ignored, Yeah, I think he just <laughs> bit, turned her tuned her off and just dealt with it. <laughs> All right. I think the problem is Cho's dealt with the situation. Like, this is not the first time this has happened to Cho. So he's mm-hmm. probably just like, not again, man. <laughs> I don't want um, this. I do like how the next scene after this is basically the um the the lawyer's lawyer or whatever his like his his um his work person basically confirms he's like yeah no my client like really fucking sucks <laughs> like he's he's a real shithead um and but the important thing we get from his conversation is that the um. One of one of the lawyer's moves is that he used that he would do is he would um add a lot of co-defendants from like people in high-ranking like public offices to try and get them to settle the case quicker. And one of the cases he's working on, uh, called the it's like what is, do you remember? It's like the Seattle or something, the, the right? Bank Bank of Claremont versus Brixham Lake Development Corporation and others. The the Brixham Lake case, and he's like, yeah. So they he actually named the director of the CBI as a as a potential co defendant, you know. So it's like, um, he, and he, and what he says is like basically says is like it's bullshit, but they use it to essentially settle cases quicker. Um, is to play, but Jane's like interesting. <laughs> so he is a co defendant, eh? Um. I think the next scene is the Van Pelt Rigsby stuff. Van Pigsby. The Van, Van Pigsby. Pigsby. What oh, happens yeah, they, there? They go find the hooker. Scott, you want to talk about this? Uh, I mean, there's not too much. They track down a pink haired hooker and then she's like, she's like, hey, or what was her name supposed not, to be? Not her yet. Oh, so yeah, this they, is the first hooker? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. So the first hooker they talk to, and they're like, "We want to know what's going on." The like, you got to talk to. I'm just gonna say Candy, and they're like, "Well, where where is she?" And she's like, "Well, it's gonna cost you." And like, how much? He's like fifty bucks, and then they have to fucking scrounge through their pockets. And Wayne's got like forty two bucks. Van Pelt has like eight cents, like literal, <laughs> the literal eight cents. And, and so Wayne has to be like, I just got to break. We're clearly broke. <laughs> so, okay. We all agree that Van Pelt definitely had more money, more right? Yeah. She's like, she falls out. Yeah. But what's the, the best part is. Rigsby's like, I have $43. Like, Van Pelt's not going to be like, oh, you know, like, it's, he has she, more. They could cough it up. She refused to pay. <laughs> 13 cents get out of here 
Um, <laughs> and then, so she takes the 42 bucks and then she opens her hand to get the eight cents from Van Pelt, which I really did enjoy. <laughs> That's a nice little moment. <clears throat> and then, so she's like, she'll be here tomorrow night or something. It's like, thanks. Great. Awesome. <laughs> and then as they're walking away, I think Wayne's like, eight cents. And then I then Van Pelt said, she cleaned me out. <laughs> <laughs> See, I missed that. They need more of that stuff. It was that. very quiet. And I think Emily was like, what did she say? And I was like, I'm pretty sure she said she cleaned me out. <laughs> uh, so I, the, it, the next scene is... The we get the information about the drop point for the ransom, and the wife go has this big duffel bag of a million dollars, and then drops it into a trash can in the middle of a park. Which real quick, like I feel like, like it, it's not a good play, right? Like I I feel like it'd be somewhat reasonable for anyone to pick that up. Like it's, it is, a, it's so conspicuous. It is. It's not like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, just, it seems like something that is relatively easy to just pick up and then be like, I just got this sweet bounty. Or or, or maybe there's a dead body. I, I guess I don't know. Um, but as she's going to, like, put the drop the the cash, uh, it's Lisbon, Cho, and Jane that are talking to each other. And Jane is still on on the case that like the kidnapping the whole kidnapping is a sham like this guy's already dead and like this is this whole thing's like a farce um <laughs> and, and in the middle of their conversation he's just like i like do you know did she actually to get a million dollars and and lisbon's like yeah i know he's like did you did you check i mean it could be a lot you know what actually don't I'm, don't worry about it i'm gonna I'm go check it'll be fine i'm gonna go check right there. and he just like jogs down <laughs> and grabs the cash, which, and then immediately there's like five people with like guns pointed. <laughs> he didn't didn't think that one through. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, is this when they? Is ruined. This is Sorry, when was J- Jane meets the lackey again. They're back at the uh, CBI director's oh, office. Oh, right, right. All right, what happens here? So they're they're like Jade and Lisbon go back to the um, they're back at like the CBI director's office and Hightower's there. And it starts out with Jane and Lisbon walking with the guy and the dude's like the lackey dude. And he's like, so I want to make sure uh, the director's expecting like a whole progress report. And Jane's like, how's your jacket smell? And he goes, it's a different <laughs> suit. And Jane goes, yeah, but the other one's ruined, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> come on man i'm just trying to do my job <laughs> this guy didn't know what he was met. like him fucking getting on jade's bad side for like five seconds is gonna is gonna fucking ruin him for this entire season <laughs> yeah if this guy shows back up he he doesn't stand he's a getting chance. wedgied he's so, getting fucking he's getting swirly <laughs> it's not good but so so yeah they go they go into the cbi director's uh, bertram's office um and they tell him that you know nobody picked up the ransom so for that we think that the kidnapping is a farce right we think that that's not really the thing uh and they don't know what they can say and jane's like tell him harvey dublin's dead um he's like your directness he's he's a little frustrated with the directness of jane 
Um, he's like, and, I can't go out there and tell him he's dead. Like, right. Um, so one of <laughs> he tells he tells Jane or he tells the guys like, okay, so it's either there's two possibilities. One, there's a robbery that the guy was trying to steal a diamond that Dublin always has on him. And Jane <laughs> completely makes this up, which is this amazing. This is a big-ass diamond, dude. He's, no, he he just keeps a up. huge diamond on him, all right? It's all, it <laughs> makes all a time. lot of sense. He's just like, yeah, he was. He, Dublin was afraid of becoming poor again, <laughs> so he just carries a big-ass <laughs> diamond on him in case he needs to sell it. And they're like, so someone staged it, sold the diamond, and that's that. And the the CBI the director is like, so what's the evidence? He goes, we don't have any. It's just kind of like, yes, that's the word on the street. Um, and he goes, well, what's the other possibility? And he he says, Brixham Lake. And the director's like, well, Brixham Lake, huh? Uh, he's like, Jane's like, it's pretty complex, huh? And it just disappears if Dublin dies. And the the Bertram's like, I'm a co-defendant. He goes, yep, got it. <laughs> I got that. And then it, I think the guy starts to put together, like, is he accusing me of killing this, this dude? This motherfucker is trying to say I killed the motherfucker. You come into my him. office and tell me that I murdered a man? <laughs> <laughs> but so so the guy's like, you need to trust that I'm innocent. Uh, and he just leaves. Um, and the best part is, I think when Jane's, I don't know when Jane's leaving. Yeah, it's when Jane's leaving. He goes and talks to like a reporter that's standing outside and is like, just leans in and sneakily says something. You don't hear it. It's inaudible. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to Bertram giving a presser. And he's talking about how they haven't found Harvey Dublin. And one of the, one of the ladies asks something about uh, Brixham Lake, right? Where is it? He's like, is, do you think there's like a Berksum Lake connection here? And he's like, Berksum Lake connection? No. He's First like, of all, no, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, he's definitely because he got a diamond. Yeah. That he carried. So, it's fucking genius. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's so smart. Like, we we actually think that there's like a diamond situation going on. <laughs> and there's a, it, he stole it from like a, a buddy, we thought to say, like a Bugs buddy, I think, came over here and he took uh, the diamond from him. That's what people, Elmer Flood's involved. I'm not saying that. People on the street are saying that. <laughs> it's just these are the words on the street. We got our best people on the job. We think there's a two or three carat diamond involved. <laughs> it's a big boy. <laughs> that it's there's a really good transition here where it's like him flustered, like answering stuff, and then Jade is back in the CBI office watching it on TV, chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a there's like a good again phys great physical comedy where like um Lisbon comes in <laughs> And like she shuts off the TV to then like be like I need to talk to you and Jane's like I got a remote right here baby <laughs> and he keeps turning the thing back on it goes on like twice or something and then and then uh, Elizabeth's like um like what what why did you do this stuff for like are you kidding me and Jane basically says like. Now listen, I need to, I needed the diamond story to be broadcast because it, it's gonna be like he's gonna use it as a trap to actually get the killer. It's um, a good trap. It's a good trap. <laughs> do you guys know? Do you guys remember what Lisbon says to this? 
Yeah, I just so I have the just the uh, script up. Why does she say sheep dip? Oh, sheep dip is <laughs> what she says. I I can't tell. I keep oscillating between like what the fuck is sheep dip and sheep dip sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is a great fucking turn of phrase. I can't I can't tell if I hated her. Or is I love that it. like? Is that like a Midwestern thing, maybe, or like? I don't think it's an anything thing. I think it's a <laughs> mentalist thing. <laughs> I just wrote, "What the fuck is sheep dip?" I just I just typed in "sheep dip your plan." It's a, it's a liquid what... formulation of insecticide and fungicide, which shepherds and farmers use to protect sheep from infestation. <sighs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they do it for cows too. It's like li- they literally bathe them in it to prevent like ticks and stuff. Oh, sheep dip. Also, sheep dip means to replace someone's public service in the military and/or intelligence with another pretended occupation in order for them to serve as a covert intelligence agent. <laughs> Classic agency sheep dip. Sh- the agency sheep dipped the soldiers so they were civilians during their secret mission i don't uh, if anyone if anyone that's listening has heard other people say sheep dip i would love to know because it sounds, sounds vaguely similar to hogwash Poppy yeah cock. like or like some kind of yeah but i uh, more feel like sticks. in this in this uh, case yeah, yeah it's a replacement for shit yeah <laughs> cheap dip see i think it's more like i think it's more like fuck your plan your plan sucks <laughs> but she says it in such like a yeah, it's more like an exasperation type yeah <laughs> fuckers stupid jerks <laughs> but then she says uh, they're gonna solve it with good detective work but then Jane yeah. immediately is like sheep dip that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good Um, uh, the next scene we get is Van Pelt and Rigsby going back and talking with Sugar. Mm-hmm. And Sugar basically, like, fesses up that, like, hey, like, she saw the killer um, who shot both people. And then he's like, she shot two people? And she's like, yeah, no, she killed the first person. And then the second one, he she, he brought into the back of his, like, green truck or something. And he, and the guy's like, I know you, and he's like, and he, and he just shot him, <laughs> and he and he's like, oh, well, there's no more, no more kidnapping, I guess. Double murder, double homicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I also buried the lead in which that, and she's like, I don't want to talk to you guys, <laughs> and then tries to like leave, and Rigsby's like, no way, stop, <laughs> and then she pepper sprays the ever living shit, <laughs> unloads the whole can, of Rigsby. and you, the voice like Rigsby be like, ah. <laughs> also, if you if you were paying attention, Van Pelt does literal nothing during this entire altercation. She's good, there. dude. She's standing there. She's fucking sitting breezy. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't need to put herself in in uh, pepper spray's way. Yeah, yeah, come on, dude. Some, somebody's got to wipe the tears out of Rigsby's eyes. <laughs> and like, it's smart because like this this lady probably emptied the clip. On yeah, Rigsby, she definitely. You know did. what I mean? At that point, like Van Pelt's like, all right, well now I'm free, you know. But then this <laughs> newsflash: second can. <laughs> <laughs> that would be basic. <laughs> uh. 
they bring her they oh. bring her back to the to the CBI office and Cho interrogates her and she just she gives the recount of what happened and is like mm-hmm. some white guy with a black hat showed up blasted a dude and then pulled the fat guy out of the car and blasted that dude and that's it like they're both dead yeah. um and then the, then this is like the uh again like the name that Jane put in the um in the thing and asked everybody do you know who this person is no i have yeah, no idea yeah, who that yeah. is she's like so is this about the diamond and they're like they they're like what are you talking about the diamond or the ice she says ice he goes yeah, dude, the fat guy had like a huge diamond, and they're like, "It's a theory." And uh, yeah, so that's that's that. I don't remember what happens after that though. So after that, Jane um, goes. I I want to say either Jane goes to the victim's house, or before that, we get. Uh, at some point, we get a conversation between Jane and Lisbon. where they're like, "May the best man, may the best man win," because they they're like. Like whoever solves the case can solve the case, and this actually happens with both these episodes. Yep, which I I do like because I want to see the CBI like actually do, like not solve look like cases idiots. on their own. Yeah, this has been something I've been saying since the beginning, so it's like good to finally see them actually do some stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jane goes to the to the victim's house, the uh, the chauffeur victim, and. The the father-in-law answers the door and he's like, "What? This is like, what are you doing at this like time of night?" And he's like, "Listen, I need need some questions answered. There's a bit of breakthrough in the case." So he goes and sits down, and um, Jane tells like asks the daughter, he's like, "Has your did your father ever talk about um, what what lake some Brixham Lake, Brixham Lake?" And she's like, "I don't think I heard about Brixham Lake." And Jane's like. Well, that guess that, <laughs> that avenue is closed. That's that a dead end, I guess. And they're like, wait, that's it? That's all you've talked about? And then the father's like, what about the diamond that we're hearing on TV? And he's like, no, it can't. There's, like, it can't be the diamond. Like, I mean, he did have a diamond on him, but it was, like, in his tooth. Like, but no one would have known that. Like, it doesn't make any sense for anyone to have killed him for that. Um, and then they're like, well. Uh, you know, shit. <laughs> He's like, that sucks. The daughter is like, you said you could solve this case. And <laughs> J- at that point, Jane should have been like, listen, late. you're not going to like what's about to happen in five minutes. But I won't say that. I'll just gonna, I'm just going to walk out this door. Um, And then Jane does a stakeout in front of their house. Um, And he calls Lisbon uh, and to kind of throw Lisbon a bone. Because Lisbon's act, he's like, I don't know what's going on here. And Jane's like, here, let me, let me cheer you up. Hey, come by the, uh, come by, like, this house and, like, I'll show you something cool. To which, <laughs> all, the, all the CBI knocks on, on Jane's, uh, car door. And he's like, what? And they're like, yeah, the motherfucker, like, fuck it, we, we figured it out too. Um, and what happens next, Scott? So they wait there all night. Day breaks because apparently this guy's like not in a rush because he's just like waits for broad daylight to come up and maybe has a cup of coffee. Drives off in his truck. They tail him again. He's on like back roads in some like w- like water treatment place or something, but doesn't notice a giant van like tailing behind him. <laughs> Gets out of his car, goes down a hill, starts digging out the body, 
and like has like the pliers ready and then like I think Lisbon's the one who like he's like put it put pliers down and then all of a sudden he's surrounded by CBI <laughs> and then I think Patrick Jane like waves at him at one point. Um Aw, sheep dip. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And then Cho <laughs> interrogates him. And he mm-hmm. just like spills the beans. So like he had hit the daughter. The real father found out, came and beat the shit out of him in his house. <laughs> and then like the wife was like, "Let's just let it go." And he like couldn't let it go. But also <laughs> knew there's two interesting lines. So one is like he he said that like if he if he had just if the dad had just died, that the, his wife would have immediately turned him in for it, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, it had to look like an accident, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when they're talking to the family, like afterwards, there's no, like, I can't believe he's done that. They're both like, yep, this seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Well, the, the part that, all right. So, cause he, well, it's funny. Cause like him in the, when he's like confessing to Cho, He's like, I can't believe like it like when it went this way. And, like he, he's like, first he's like, you know, like the daughter kept talking back to me, and like so I, you know, asked, I kind of just slapped her, like I hit her, like it barely was anything. <laughs> and then she's like, and then I, the, the father came in and like beat the, and you see like a video of him like <laughs> yeah. kicking the shit out of him while like the family's there watching, and I'm like, all right, like let the you boy don't think- watch. <laughs> Let him watch. You don't think this could have been a relevant piece of information to bring up? To like, like, well, I don't. So, yeah, I mean, Nadine could have brought it up. The the wife, obviously, the stepdad's not going to bring it up. But like, anybody could have been. Uh, yep, he beat the shit out of this guy like a week just, ago. Just absolutely, like, put this motherfucker in a hospital. Like, no one wants to bring that. All right, I guess, I guess not. Like, it's a, Look, seems he was, a little bit. He was a good man. He just had a bit of a temper. <laughs> uh, I did like, and then he's well, not like, but it's like I found it ridiculous that he's like, and then he hit me, and then. And then they were saying, just let it go. Like, I can't. In I, my house, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a di- it's a sign of disrespect. The, dis- <laughs> the disrespect will not stand in my this house. Is, this is going to be in a my very, house. This is going to be a very Boston thing. But if someone comes up to the grocery store and is pointing at you and laughing at you, are, are you just going to sit there? Or are you going to do, do something about it? <laughs> Hacksaw <laughs> Johnny Gomes. Hacksaw Johnny Gomes. John, uh, what was the line where he's like, he's like, uh, what's his name? The, or, the, but he's like, you just told me to ask you. This, there's an inter- They just won the world. The Red Sox just won the World Series, and they're interviewing this. <laughs> fucking bench player who's you you he was a Swiss Army knife, all right. He was he was fine. He played well in the World Series. So the the interviewer in like national TV, front of the entire Red Sox, the Fenway Fenway fans. He goes, so Johnny, you just instructed me to ask you this question. <laughs> He's like. Okay. And then he, I forget the exact question, but he's like, "Listen, oh. you want you <laughs> when you want you want me war. to go with? You don't want to go to war against me, you know? No, what I mean? he, he, no, no, because war is a stat in baseball. It's wins above replacement. He's like everybody's talking about the war stat. 
We don't. What you need to talk about is you want to go to war with me. You want to go to war with me. Uh, and then I love, I love to the 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 local radio station, the local sports radio. They, they have this fucking song they play in front of it. <laughs> he's like, who wasn't active for any of the games? Hacksaw Johnny Go. <laughs> he was, he has commentated some games after retiring. He is the worst commentator of all he time. He wasn't a great baseball player. <laughs> but he's a much worse commentator. Woof. <laughs> uh, anyways, honestly. This was, this was less funny. This is just a dude killing two people. <laughs> In my yeah. house, <laughs> but this is this is why I found that uh, that initial scene so fucking creep like weird because of that quip where um where, where like the daughter's like yeah no like my dad had like she instead of just saying like he beat the shit out of my father in law she's like yeah he had some anger issues and then the father being like oh boy did he like hey you can't say it. you killed two people yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you lose the right to be cold blooded like, she's like he's like damn yeah I get, he sure did don't well maybe you say more like don't we all you know like we <laughs> yeah. all have anger issues I heard that yeah <laughs> um. It ends with it ends with a sweet little scene of of Lisbon being like, for real though, Patrick. Like you are being super isolating, and we're a family here, and you got to stop that. Like we want you, don't, don't like just pull away from us. And Jane's like, look, every time someone gets close to me, bad stuff happens. Like Christine is dead, my family's dead. Like b- bad shit happens when people get close to me. And Lisbon's like, stop it. I'm a cop. I'm supposed to do that. Like, that's like harm is like we're supposed to be in harm's way. Um, and she tries to give him a hug. <laughs> and he's like, no, <laughs> you don't mean it. She's like, what do you mean? I don't mean it? how can you tell? And he goes, I can just tell you don't mean it. And she goes, well, you're right. I don't mean it. But give me a hug anyway. <laughs> no, no, I think you have it the, the, yeah. the other way around. Jane so it offers to give her a hug, Jane. and she's like, "No, you don't mean you it. don't mean it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had I had it the reverse. Yeah, and he's like, "I no, I know I don't mean it. <laughs> you, you don't know that I don't. <laughs> mean. I can tell when you're lying." <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's a good episode. No, but I I think it's a classic yeah, episode. A lot of it is carried by the Jane Lisbon stuff. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Uh, I definitely, I think I liked episode two more, though. I think I was more interested That's in... That's just because you have a fascination with carnies. I do. do have... I love lore. <laughs> 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 and there's a lot of, there's a lot of carny lore here, right? Yeah, there good, is. Good Jane carny lore. <laughs> uh, let's see. How does this one start off? Oh, yeah. So we get, we get Jane in his fucking attic situation. Played with it like a helicopter. Big, what's the name it, of the episode? The name of the episode is Cackle Bladder Blood. The fuck is that? It's I uh, I mean, this is based purely on context clues, but it's uh, like the false capsules, <laughs> like the old ones they used to use that are blood capsules. Oh, oh, Cackle bladder, okay. got it. Um. <laughs> Jay definitely strikes me as a person who would have like multiple drones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it starts there. 
<laughs> uh, but he's he's play he's flying this helicopter this model helicopter around the attic when he gets a call and um I, I think right off the bat we well either way, so it's it's his brother in law is who called. Danny uh, Ruskin. And, yes. And Danny's like, I need I need some help, I need a favor. And Jane's like, all right, what is it? And then the next thing we know, we see uh, the cops breaking in in this home, and Jane is standing over a dead body with a gun in his hand, and they're arresting Jane. Um, very interesting, very interesting, like premise kind of thing. Even if they don't really explore that side of things, I mean, you know, there's probably not too much there <laughs> to, to to look into. It's like hard to have Jane be the act, you know, like to f- follow through a whole episode of them trying to say Jane's the killer, but, um, they it's a striking of, image. <laughs> they sort of, they sort of tried to like the, whatever that, whatever the detective is that like is working on the case is like, no, this guy did it. He's kind of a dick and an idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, they got a real hard of <laughs> yeah. heading up that, that police department. Um, <laughs> I think, the next scene, I think, is Lisbon and Rigsby, like, getting out of the car, like, walking towards, you know, where they're keeping, you know, where the victim is and where, like, Jane's uh, in handcuffs. And I think Rigsby's, like, starts off kind of, like, <laughs> like joking around, um, where, he, where he's just like, he's like, yeah, no, like, I can't believe they got Jane for this. And, like, Lisbon is not having any of it. And it's, it's a, um... It's a good transition of like I think she gives Rigsby a look and Rigsby immediately switches into like work mode. <laughs> I swallowed a bug. <laughs> oh god. Uh um J- Jane he has a very flimsy excuse. He's basically like, Yeah, no, I I, I heard a gunshot and I like went in to help. That was <laughs> and I just happened to end up with the <laughs> I'm, I'm now holding the gun, and this yeah, guy's dead. This all this all really went sideways for me very quickly. Way too fast. <laughs> I love how he says, "Like, listen, I'm <laughs> I'm not a hero. Okay, I I just would have done what anyone would have done." Elizabeth's <laughs> like, "No hey, one, is no calling. one, no one is calling you a hero in this situation." Let's get this clear. Did I win some kind of award? <laughs> what about that word, Ducalicious? Nobody's no using need to it. clap. No need to clap, everybody. I I just would have done what any normal hero would have done. Yep. <laughs> Go into the murder scene. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So then Lisbon's like, "Yo, listen, no, like he's not he's not a flight risk. Just t- have Jane go into my custody. Like it's fine. Like I'll vouch for him and stuff." And the guy like says something like, "All right, like you, so like he has like no relation to the victim or anything." And she or like, uh, I think and I think Lisbon is like, "No, listen, like uh, he's not a fright list. Like I, I know he's telling the truth. Like I, I, I'll vouch for his character." And then the next scene is Lisbon yelling at Jane, like, "All right, you got to tell me the truth right now." <laughs> okay, good stuff, good stuff. I, I'll, I like all this kind of stuff. Um, and that's when Jane kind of brings up the fact that. Hey, a it's his brother-in-law that called him. Uh, we find out that the, this is the first time Jane has talked to his brother-in-law 
since his wife died. You know, it's like they they have not they're not good friends, <laughs> to to put it simply. Mm-mm. Um, and Jane is like, all right, like, listen, we got to get some information. Let's go to let's go to the circus. <laughs> We need to find information, so let's go to the carnies. Uh, what happens, dude? Uh, the next part. Uh, so before they go there, while they're doing the investigation, um, or while Jane's getting interrogated more, uh, Rigsby finds a ruby on the dead guy. Um, so he, he finds did carry a gemstone. Yeah, this guy actually did. So we're we're pulling in the last episode to this episode. Um, <laughs> So he finds he finds a ruby on this guy, uh, and I think it's Jane and Lisbon that go to, um, or no, it's not Jane and Lisbon. It's it's Cho. Does Cho go? Cho and Rigsby. Talk Cho to and the Rigsby family. go to uh, the deceased the deceased's wife's house, um, and they interview her, and she's like, pile. Who she's is the a, murderer? She is the murderer, yes. Uh, Conchetta, I believe. Conchetta Whale. <laughs> um, so she's... she's. If my name is Conchetta, I'd probably kill people too. <laughs> might, might be a murderer. Um, <clears throat> so she's... Uh, she's making a bunch of food, getting ready for the funeral or whatever's going on, um, and they ask her if he ever talked to her about a brokerage called K-Ram Investments. That's where, that's where Jane... Uh, that's where the guy was found dead. That's where Jane went um, in Sacramento. And she's like, no, I don't know about it. We have our like our money person here. Um, and then he shows her the ruby. And she's like, oh, my. she runs to her safe. And the safe is empty. And she was like, it's gone. And she was like, well, my husband gave me this Aphrodite statue. Um, and it had rubies along the base. And it's gone. Um they're like, you should make a claim on it. Looks like the killer took it. And that's that's that. And then they go to the county fair. Or at Is least they're the gonna be going to the second Aphrodite relic that's been part of the show. Wasn't wasn't the one with the British inspector also like some sort of like No, that was Cleopatra's ring. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, can you explain before you do the, the circus stuff, can you explain to me why is the why is the assistant living in his house? <laughs> I, I assume there know. was. There, it looked like they were having a wake. Yeah, that's. I think oh, that's, I think that's okay. Because she, she was cooking, and then the the sister was like, "People are bringing stuff. Like you don't have to do this." And then that makes. So I assume that right. there was. It was gonna be a wake. Because I was like, because <laughs> when she's like, yeah, no, like his like work assistant, and then she's like, "I'm, <laughs> she's re- she's hi, I'm ready." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, also, this is also the person. his IT guy is also upstairs. I don't know why. Just, <laughs> this is it. also the whole reason that the wife killed the husband. Yeah, he just <laughs> he runs the business out of the house. I guess I sort of get it if the the person he's sleeping with also lives at their house. That's bold. That That's makes a things bold play. Yeah. So, I think that's that for that house, right? Yeah. Let's go um, to, get, get get to the circus stuff. The good yeah. stuff. They they go well before that they go back to the um they go back to the CBI office and they talk about how Danny's a carny um and Van Pelt finds out that K Ram Investments the place that the man was murdered isn't it's not a thing <laughs> it doesn't own by anyone and the oh. comp- the the man that owns it 
is none other than Daniel Ruskin, the brother-in-law <laughs> of Patrick Jane. Well, the um, con man. The con yeah. man himself. And so he's he's got, he's like, Van Pelt goes through his rap sheet and he's got a whole bunch of, whole bunch of like money crimes, essentially. Um, and that's He's not that. a good con man. He's, he's a con man, but he's not a good one. No, no, not the best. Um, but yeah, so then, then they go to the they go to the uh the the carnival which is fabulous mm-hmm. um the best is like i love that they start at the carnival and, and uh you know J- lisbon takes out her badge and puts it on her belt and jane's like you're not gonna need that <laughs> she's like what what do you mean he goes everyone's gonna know you're a cop anyways <laughs> She's like, no, give off cop vibes. All right. She's like, no, strong cop vibes. I don't. I'm not like a cop. I'm fine. Everything's fine. They're like, yeah. No, she says it even better. She says like, I'll have you know, like people. I people rarely think I'm a cop. Yeah. A is bullshit. She is the most cop ass cop. Yeah, she's the superest cop. But you also, uh, you find out the, another little fun thing, you find out a little bit of Jane's backstory because uh, his wife was also a carny. Yeah. And and his wife's- It's carnies all the way down. Yeah. And his wife's parents were like the super carnies. Apparently they were carny royalty. They ran all like the big ghost, <laughs> the big like metal rides. What do you think she did? She probably she ran- She's just the, part of the family, dude. Yeah. She ran the rides. She was like- I'm going to say bearded lady. No, <laughs> I, I don't think she was like part of. I think she was like more on the administrative side than the <laughs> the, the Carney administrative side. I think well, someone's got to work the books. I think Jane's wife, as I mean, because you got to think, right? Like Jane, she could be the lady that gets sawed in half. They were younger, <laughs> right? Like they weren't. They weren't super old. Like they left. They probably left the Carney life in their twenties or so. Is my guess. You think so? That's my guess. Because how old is Jane now? As, I don't know. <laughs> like that's, no, it's just forty-eight, like, forty-nine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, no, it's like I bet they left. I'd say mid forties is where I would. Yeah, put I was Patrick thinking Jane. like I was thinking like early, early to mid forties, like forty-two to forty-four, somewhere in that range. Um, but he, like, I bet she actually operated the rides. Like Grandma passed down that stuff to her mom, and she was the one hitting the buttons. But they dip, right? Like they escaped, and that's yeah. We find out later, like, well, they both hated the car, like the whole Cardi lifestyle. Like they did not want anything to do with it. Yeah. Um. So the then they they go into the carnival, right? And the carnival's not even there. Like the fair hasn't started yet, so people are it's setting like morning up. or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Jane and Lisbon just walk in. And there's this big, big fat guy wearing like overalls. Did he have a shirt on under his overalls? I don't know if he did. I don't think so. No, it's just like a, it's just like a real ratty tank top, <laughs> heavy V, deep V, no sleeves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy's like, "Hey, get out of here! Carnival's not even open yet." And Jane's Long like, "What the fuck yet. are you?" Jane's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" The guy stands up. He's like, "I'm gonna give you a big whooping." And Jane's Does he have like, a wrench? For some reason, I think he has a wrench in his hand or something. It was like, he was working he, on something. I don't know if he uh, did or not. Yeah, and and Jane's like, "Yeah, well, how about this, Pete?" 
if you catch me, I'm going to marry that ugly sister of yours. <laughs> and the guy looks at him like very confused. He goes, Patrick Jane, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And they you run scallion, you. They run up and hug each other, and it's, it's actually kind of adorable. <laughs> It's great. It's really nice. It's a all the the cardi like I said. I love the lore. It's like it's a very cute like kind of information lore balloon. Yeah, it's it was nice. Um, but yeah, so they they um they chat and he's like, I thought you were a cop, and he's like, I am, and here's a real life cop with me. He actually doesn't say that because she's like, Oh, you're a cop, right? <laughs> And they're like, he, ah. he says something right, like where I think he's like, I, I like, God damn, I never would have believed that you would enter the police force, but here I see you with like a live cop. And, and, and Lisbon's like, how the fuck? Did <laughs> she's just confused. Um, and so they like they chat while they're walking back to their trailer, and he know like the guy immediately guesses that Danny's the reason that he's back here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he calls his wife out, and his wife comes out, and she's like, oh, my God, and slaps Patrick Jane right in the face. <laughs> um, so, yeah. A lot that's... of good, uh, it's like a, a Captain Jack Sparrow humor there. <laughs> He's like, what, what was that for? And she was like, Mississippi. I forget what she said. said. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. And Jane's like, all right, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's, fair. <laughs> I do, I, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> But yeah, and she's like, "What you doing with that five zero over there?" <laughs> I don't, I don't talk to pigs. <laughs> uh, so they get then, Lisbon to walk away to go play with an elephant. <laughs> 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 she's like, "There's no way this elephant like." She's so happy. This happiest <laughs> I've ever seen Lisbon. <laughs> it's this, and when she's dancing to Spice Girls, are like the two moments where she's actually happy. He's like, no way he's going to eat this whole apple, yeah. is he? Oh, my God. You got more apples? <laughs> you got more apples? What's that I'm going to feed this elephant so many apples. How many apples will this thing eat? <laughs> uh, uh, do we... So, uh, so it, at least both the, 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 like, the parent figures kind of just felt like they were like almost... Like, not actual relatives, even, but it felt like they were like kind of like the father figures of the circus. Or, no. or were they actually, like, actual blood, re- like, related to anybody? No, I think know? they were just, like, the older, wiser people. Like, I think I think the carny like life the carny is, like... family, yeah. Yeah, like, the whole... Everyone working there is a family, and there might be real biological families, but if you're a carny, you're family. Like, that's... Mm. You are part of that carny life, you know? It's kind of nice. I like it. It's like a nice, yeah. little, nice little group they got going there. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be a carny. It's a lot of tra- it's a lot of travel. It seems like a lot, a lot of, of work. Yeah, it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of work. It seems like too much. You, smell you probably like have cabin. to like come up with new stuff every. You know, like you can't just have the same old tricks every the whole. Well, time. that's why they travel around a bit. Yeah, that's, yeah, but like eventually, you gotta run out of. You gotta, you know, you can't just only go to a new place. Every a bit time. when co- when COVID's done. Like if we if yeah. we ever get to the point where COVID's just an endemic and we're not like everyone's not worried about dying and like you can go do stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll go to a carnival and you'll go, huh? It's the same ring toss game that I played when I was like eight years old. And it's the same pop the balloons on the wall with the darts that don't have fins. So they like just flip in the air. You don't th- you don't think there's been new tech? You don't no. think there's new circus no. tech? A- apparently there is a climbing thing now. A lot of them. Okay. That's See? cool. That's that's one one. That's upgrade. also rigged. <laughs> yeah, it's all rigged. 
like the Jacob's ladder thing. They put the they put the ladder at one point in the end, and like you can't do that. It's just gonna flip you over. Apparently, I read it's like a five thirteen at the top, and you can't wear climbing shoes. <laughs> oh well, that's stupid. Yeah. Let's get Honold over there. He'll figure it out. Anyways, uh, what was? Oh yeah, so <laughs> the next uh, scene we see is um, Elizabeth and Cho going to talk with um, what ends up being Danny's like like co-conspirator. <laughs> uh, he's he's working at this like um like a private investment firm. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, like, listen, it's real busy right now. Like, there's, you know, there's phones going off the hook. Like, it's really, it's it's a busy time, it's like, time of season. And um, I, like, really can't talk to them. I'm, I'm so sorry. And uh, they're, like, because they're, they're talking about, like, hey, listen, like, your partner, Danny, like, he's a con man. And he's like, it's weird that you're not, like, worried more about this. Like, no, it's fine. He's like, and then they're like. Listen, it's uh, this is a pretty big place, and do you, like do you have a receptionist? Like, are you answer the? He's like, I answer the phones myself. He's like, well, the phone's not ringing at all. This is pretty big, and then I think Lisbon goes and like walks in. Like, I think he calls it the clean room, is what what yeah. he says. Like, don't go in the clean room. She opens the door, and it's just a closet with like a little boombox <laughs> playing, like. Like on typing, crowd noise, <laughs> crowd noise. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy gives us like, "Oh God, I've got!" And then tries to run. <laughs> but Joe's already got him. Yeah, Joe's jo- yep. already in that fucking. You ain't getting away. Uh yeah, but, you know, just poor con man stuff. I like it. <laughs> um, and I think they then talk to. Uh, or like he kind of fesses up, like, "Hey, he's in cahoots with Danny," and they were, they they basically were like conning people into being like, "Hey, we have this surefire stock hit. Like, you just have to give us some like collateral or give us some money, and like, we'll like increase your money tenfold. You know, all the standard stuff." And he's like, "I had this person like hook, line, and sinker. Like, he was gonna bring us this like." Uh, two million dollars, like he's like a statue that's worth like two million dollars or something. Um, and th- and he's like, why would I like why would I kill him? Like he was willingly gonna give us that like statue. Like I didn't, I, we wouldn't have to kill him to get it. Like it makes no sense. Uh in in between that, so they they do that at the uh, the CBI office. But in between that and when that happens is when we get uh, Kentucky Derby Liz or Kentucky Derby Van Pelt. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, cause Jade's like, I need to. Oh yeah, cause the the parents are like, yo, know, talk to like whatever Nikki. name. She's like, she Nikki's still working. You know, she's working the South Streets. So go check, go check her out. Jade's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take the car. Lisbon will figure it out. As Lisbon's just fucking like apples, baby apples, <laughs> apples and elephants. <laughs> And, day. And, and Jade's like, smell you later, Elizabeth, and just dips. And she's like, no. Uh, Rigsby's cracking up. He's like, hey, man, you need a ride. It's not, a, it's not that funny of a joke, but he's laughing to himself. He's having, he's having a good time. Uh, what? Why am I, like, blanking so hard now? 
Well, they go, they go, Van Pelt comes walking out of, like, a restaurant or, like, to a right. patio table wearing just outlandish, <laughs> like, an outlandish, it's an insane outfit. She it has is, this, and like. it's an insane hat, like, completely insane The hat's giant bonkers. Hat. The hat is bonkers. <laughs> like, she looks lovely. She looks super dressed up. Does she? <laughs> I think she does. You don't think she looks pretty? I mean, if I was on the Titanic and I saw someone dressed like that, I'd be like, "Wolf, they're a little overdressed for the occasion." I mean, it's it's definitely it's, overdressed, but like if it was a black tie event, it'd be nice. It's a good outfit if fucking you're about to watch like Bruce Wayne get murdered yeah. or like yeah. Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered. If you're, you're, going to, if you're at a roaring 20s party. If you're going to a gala, it'd be fun. It's a good outfit. Mm-hmm. Not at like this random patio bar that is just weird. <laughs> but she's got like this super she's, got. She has, she's going to hang out with Gatsby later, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. East egg. She, but so she's got like this gaudy jewelry on and, and like this big hat. And this old woman comes up and is like, Oh dear, have you seen these two boys? They stole my purse and I need to get to the train. And she's like, Oh my god, I can drive you down to the train. It'll be fine. We'll we'll help you out. Like it's it's great. Um <laughs> my my yeah. headcanon here is that Jane specifically explained what was going to happen and yet Van Pelt is still falling for it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> so while it's going when I watched this, I was like Van Pelt is actually falling for this, even though she knows. Like she's really falling for this. And Jane, while while she's sitting there, Jane stands up and she's like, "Nikki, Nikki, Nikki, you old dog! Like you are gonna take her to school." And she's like, "This lady's a cop," and she had already stolen the bracelet off of Van Pelt. <laughs> you didn't. Well, hang on. She doesn't say this lady the cop. She says this sweet. Piece of fruit is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I forgot that he called her a sweet piece of fruit. (laughs) She's like so incredulous at it, dude. Oh, it's so good. Um, Oh, man. But yeah, so that was that little scene. And then, then you get the you get the interrogation where you find out that this dude what the hell was his name who the the other like the guy that they went to his his thing and they took him the dude that was uh, playing whatever the, like his like co-conspirator with yeah Danny, or his like his con man and partner in crime yeah whatever his name is mm-hmm. what the hell I, now i'm trying to just find his name because i want to know his name <laughs> uh, the key is not to remember anyone's name like i do i just use just have weird nicknames for everybody. I guess, yeah, sure. Like lame, lame second con man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I honestly don't remember what was going on next. So this is where um, a so Jane basically like is like <laughs> this sweet piece of fruit's gonna fucking give you a cavity search unless you tell me what's going on. And she's like, oh god. So she she fesses up about where uh, Danny is. Um, and at that point, his, the uh, Danny's con man in crime also fesses up about saying like, Hey, like he, he was staying with this, like, per, uh, this person, I forget why, but either way, so they both know where he is and Jane, Jane calls Lisbon and he says like something along the lines of like, 
He's like, yeah, hey, listen, like Grace wanted me to call you, so this is me calling you. All right, bye. <laughs> and Elizabeth's like, well, hang on, hang on. Like, listen, you, we need to get Danny in. Like, he's in some deep shit, and like, like if we want to protect him, like we need to like get to this, like take care of this now. Uh, and to which Jade's basically like, listen, like good luck, may the best man win. And <laughs> Elizabeth's like, I got the, I got the inside track here. Like, fuck you. Um. And Jane arrives there first, and we see the brother-in-law. He's he's packing bags. He's he's trying to he's gonna run town. Um, and that's when Jane kind of walks in, and he's like, hey, "Like, what's up, little bro? Like, you fucking you left me out. You hung me out the drive, motherfucker." <laughs> like, uh, Jane basically says, "Like, hey, like, you're asking me for help, but like, that's a." You you fucking framing me for murder is not the way I can help you. Um, and we get some good information here. We find out, A, that um, Jane wiped the prince clean from the from the, the pistol. You know, he, like, this isn't him, like, trying to figure out. This is him actually, like, running cover for his brother. And not only just running cover for his brother, but, like, Jane kind of believes that he did it. Like, he Jane's pretty sure that his brother-in-law killed this person yeah um because because at that point he's like hey like he he says something along the lines of like just hey tell me what happened like and then like whatever happened i'm gonna take you to mexico and i'll like we'll make sure that you're good um we get a lot of like there's (laughs) there's some like emotionally charged stuff here because the brother kind of just hates jade anyway and uh, Jane is under the impression that a lot of that is because he, like, um, Danny and Jane's wife were, like, very close, brother and sister, and, like, Jane feels responsible for her uh, his wife's death, and he believes that Danny kind of blames him for it, and, like, he's not that far off, there's, like, it's, it's, like, a complicated situation, it feels like, where there's... Both people haven't really explored like these thoughts too much. They've kind of just kind of buried it under. Um, and this is a very poor way for them to kind of get in a room to talk to each other about it. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um, unfortunately, they don't they don't get too much of a heart to heart because then uh, Lisbon shows up and starts banging on the door. I'm gonna bust this door. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny's like, "You called the cops on me!" And, and he does the worst thing he could do, which is that he cocks a gun and. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, they're not taking me alive. <laughs> there's, there's cops outside. I'm gonna kill this guy right here. Uh, um, uh, what happens? A- what happens after that, Scott? Uh, they escape out the back window, mm-hmm. and then the. Fr- so you, I don't think know if you mentioned the friend that he was staying with, but she's like, "Are you Patrick's friend?" And then I forget exactly what message he she relays. It didn't seem that important. She says, "Well, she says essentially like, hey, um, like, hey, you're, like your friend like is like with Jane or like is uh your friends with Danny." And then Lisbon's like, "Jane's with Danny," and she's like, she's no, like no, it was Jane's a guy. not Danny. <laughs> Patrick. yeah, Patrick's an idiot." Yeah, and then we get them at the hideout. They're in some, like, random busted-ass building that looks like Jane's secret hideout on top of the CBI headquarters, but it happens to be... This one's in the woods. <laughs> this is the this is the secret Carney hangout. Yeah. yeah. 
and basically they're rehashing like the same stuff like that like the brother-in-law thinks that like he stole his sister away from like the carny life and that he does blame jane for her dying and jane's like i also blame myself for that which is like at that point the guy's like angry but then he's like you can't really be that angry at a guy who's like yep it's this is all my fault <laughs> J- um, jade like there's some like pretty like depressive like tendencies yeah, yeah, from yeah. jade here jade's where like i did yeah it's not, that's on me them um, but like there, there's not a lot of that like usual like jane kind of like flair for the dramatic like this is like him just kind of like this like cards on the <laughs> table yeah and like a lot of like like a lot of self-hate a lot of self-hate and a lot of like i'm trying like i'm gonna break the law to like help you out because i feel like that is like the, one of the only ways I can comfort you, which is again also a little fucked up, as opposed to like him kind of reaching out and like trying to be being there a normal for Danny being. when he, when it when like again we find out that he's never talked to Danny since <laughs> since telling him that Red John killed his sister. You know, it's, yeah. a, little, it's a little so they're basically like dealing with stuff in the in the <laughs> That's yeah. the gist of it. Uh, it kind of comes to a climax where, like, uh, Jade, like, starts to leave, and the guy, you know, again, cocks a gun and points it at him, and Jade basically says, like, I wouldn't blame you if you, if you kill, like, if you shot me right now, or, like, he's something along, like, something like, kind of dark as of, like, do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but not as aggressive nah, like nah, that, nah. like, more, um, like, like, what was it exactly... He's like resigned to the fact that the the guy's like, you think I wouldn't shoot you or something? And Jane's like, I don't know, but I wouldn't blame you if you did. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Like this is good. <laughs> Dark. I, th- I didn't. There was something a little bit off about their like acting. And I feel like for all of this, I don't know. Like if it was just Danny, I, I didn't think was like super great. But um. Well, he basically said he's like a sociopath, so. Yeah. Danny, Danny, I don't know. I didn't like Danny that much as an actor. He was just kind of like blah to me. I think when I talk about it, like when I talk about it in retrospect or when I think about it, I think there's a lot of meat on this bone. But it, the actual like watching the scenes play out don't, it doesn't quite play off like that. And it's, it's kind of brutal because I'm like, I, I kind of just put that on Danny's actor a little bit, which might be unfair, but, um, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I know Simon Baker's a very good actor, you know, so it's like hard to, but I don't know. One of Australia's finest. One of. <laughs> One of. Who are the other ones? There are dozens. Jermaine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's New Zealand. It's basically the same thing. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, do we have any? Do we have any listener? Did we have any listeners in New Zealand? Oh, Chris Hemsworth. He's from Australia, and Hugh Jackman. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Huge <laughs> Jackman. Yeah, Russell Crowe. All right. He, dude, he did all right for himself. Heath Ledger. He was a good actor. He was a good actor. R.I.P. All right. There's some good. There's some good actors from yeah. Australia. I'll give it to him. Did you? Know, oh. I'll say th- this will be my sign off. And just you just maybe think of a factoid. All right. Ooh. Odds that he's gonna remember it? Zero. <laughs> I'm gonna put a pin in it. There, there you go. Now I'm remembering it. 
the pins there. Um, you didn't even unpin your thing. That was your, th- un- your thing. I'm, was I'm still leaving it there. I can I can unpin it wherever I want. Uh, no, you can't. I took your <laughs> pin out. I used your pin. Nope. Nope. That pin's still there. I glued that pin to the <laughs> to Well, that's the then you can't take it out. I, well, I'll unglue it, dude. I'll, it takes a little minute. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> Lispin is eating shit at the office from, from uh, um, from the, the hardo cop from the beginning, because he's in the office with Hightower, and he's like, this fucking motherfucker told me that there was no relation here, when it's like, the prime suspect is brother-in-law with Jane, and you just let him walk out? Um, Hightower is like, basically says something along the lines of like, hey, like, if, uh, because this guy's like kind of like you need to keep your team in line. Like y'all, y'all fucking suck. Like he's he's making these like these like bold kind of threats and accusations. And Hightower is essentially like, yeah, no, if you if if you catch Jade, like, yeah, he's done. But like, other than that, like, get the fuck out of my office. Like, don't like this ain't fucking going the way you want it to be. Um, and. At that point, Lisbon's kind of like, all right, I need to figure out what the fuck's going on here. So she hits up the, the she goes to the, back to the, the Cardi family, and she kind of pleads to him, like, hey, listen, like, Jane had a rough few months, like, we, he really needs this job, even if he doesn't, like, say it, because, because they're like, when she's like, he could lose his job, they're like, good, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, fuck the police, I don't want that shit. And he's like, no, listen, this is actually kind of good for him. Like, if you could, like, please let me know. Like, this is big for him and for Danny. Um, and they're like, well, we're sorry. We don't we don't know where he is. Um, but that was a lie, because then the the, the father <laughs> gets in a car and, and fucking drives off, and Lisbon tails him to the cabin in question. She, I feel like, kind of unnecessarily handcuffs the guy. I don't think he's, like, going to be a threat, you know what I mean? Oh, he's a sketchy motherfucker. <laughs> She's like, he you gotta handcuff yourself. Uh, I guess. I guess he was did make have some threats. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she like sl- like knocking on the door. She's like, hey, like open up. Like we, Jane. Like you gotta get there. Um, they both Jane and Danny voluntarily give themselves up. Ah, uh, what happens after? The cop cuffs and like assaults the brother-in-law, puts him in the back of the his car, which we find out he has like a paperclip in his mouth. And then they're like talking, like him and Jane basically get into it. The cop guy, <laughs> Jane at one point is like, "Do you just spit on me?" Because the guy's like <laughs> talking right in his face. And then uh, the brother-in-law like uncuffs himself, unlocks the car, cop door, and then runs off. And then, like, we, but, like, in between that, like, they, like, as he's being taken to the cop car, the brother-in-law's like, I can't believe you turned me in, like, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you, so on and so forth. They put on this he, big act. He's making a huge <laughs> stink about it. It's incredible. Yeah. Well. Um. I think at some point we find out that the, the, was it the... Victim's wife's sister took out like an insurance policy. Yeah, two million dollars insurance yeah. policy. That turns yeah. out to not be what the murder was about. No, yeah, the, <laughs> but 
um, that it's like one of those things where they kind of like pinpointed in uh, Jane shows up there uh, and he's kind of and he says something along the lines of like I think like we have we have good information that like Danny has found out uh, and then he's talking to the, the wife at this point that like you killed your husband and he's coming to kill you for for like essentially framing him yeah he goes like he goes back to her house yeah um and she's like that's preposterous like i I would never like why would i ever kill my husband um and (laughs) what's the what's the elaborate scheme that jane uses to to catch her my god it's unbelievable so he goes he goes into like her back room to try to find the statue right and she's like no you can't go back in there um and he's like, as as Abik has mentioned, he basically tells her like Danny's coming back to kill you, right, for framing him. So they're in they're in the house, and D- Danny shows up, and he's like, you think he's got a gun and he's ready to murder people? He's like, you think I wouldn't kill you? You think I wouldn't do this? And he shoots Jane, and Jane gets <laughs> shot. He goes, you shot me, and there's blood everywhere. I ain't and no he- Mark. <laughs> Yeah, there's blood everywhere. He falls on the ground. He starts bleeding out of the mouth. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Mark. He just pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and so, so he, Danny gets like immediately seems like he's completely sad. He's like, "Oh my god, what what happened?" And Danny's like, "You made me do it." He turns you to the one. Did this. <laughs> you did this. You're the one that made me shoot him. And he's like, "You did this. It's your fault. You deserve it." And he was, he's gonna shoot her. And she's like, "I can give you all the money you want. Like, I have everything. I can prove it." And he, he runs. She runs and like goes under the bed or something uh, and grabs the statue that was supposed to have been stolen by the killer. She grabs the statue and Jane at that point stands up and she's like, what? And he's like, ah, crackle bladder or whatever blood. He had the blood. Three bucks. Yeah. It's like $3. (laughs) Way better. Yeah. He's like beats the hell out of the cackle bladder, which is, I guess, now the name of the thing. Um, And then they they were filled with chicken blood. That's what they're called. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's super gross. Um, (laughs) But so then they they go uh, they walk in and they they take uh, they take her under arrest and I don't remember uh, so that yeah they arrest her bring her in and then it goes to the Lisbon's in there with Danny and Jane and Lisbon's like so uh, you know K Ram Investments has some fraud charges against them the cops are gonna be here pretty soon. And Jane's like, she's telling you to scram. And Lisbon's like, I didn't say that. And then she like looks over at the door and Danny like shuffles out of the house. It was very good. A lot of that, uh, a lot of the Incredibles energy where like the, the father in the first episode, he's like, listen, uh, I am sorry. We have to reject your, like your, your insurance claim, but just I'm telling you, just make sure you don't fill out this paperwork that would get you that money that you're looking for. Don't go to Fifth Avenue and submit it <laughs> using claim 96B. <laughs> um, it was very good. 
<laughs> I think she specifically went to Jade's like I believe she's telling you to like run and, she, and she's like that's not what I said <laughs> and, and then after he leaves she, she, Jade says thanks Lisbon and she's like I didn't hear that and then just Jane says it louder <laughs> thanks. thanks Lisbon I can't hear anything <laughs> Oh, it's really good. I really love their interactions in both these episodes. I don't understand, like, if this is, like, a thing that they're actively going to just push more of this season, but I really like it. Yeah, it was, like, there there were a couple, that moment was super good between them. And, like, the end of the last episode, like, no, you're lying. Like, it was Uh, very good stuff. It's a lot of, like, Lisbon really sells it in these moments, like, using her, like, monotone character. Yeah. <laughs> um but then I think the the fine then we go to the final scene and uh mm-hmm. it's Danny and Jane and they're at they they're at Jane's wife and his sisters and uh niece's grave. They're at the cemetery. And Jane's like this is the first time I've been back here since the funeral. Um he gets like teary eyed. I thought it was really, I thought it was really cool that he was like, you know, this is a, it actually hit him. And Danny's like, this is lame. No reason to be sad, whatever. And he's been holding, fl- Danny was holding flowers all the time. Jane's like, you going to give them to him or what? And he, he seems like kind of, kind of angry, but also kind of joking about it. There's a lot of interesting emotions. Um, and, Danny says guilt is for marks. You know that, right? And Jane just says, yeah, like whispers it tears coming down his eyes. And then the episode ends. Which he I wasn't was actually cool. crying, right? He's just, just like sure. choked, choked up. Yeah. There, like there was tears. Not, I guess tears aren't flowing, but the, he's welled up. Like he's got to, the, to me, he, he looked lifeless. Like he looked like a, like a stoic, like, like, he was there, but, like, he barely, like, was emoting. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, um, I disagree with that. He was, the the way that I read the scene, and I just, like, I just popped it up for a second. Like, he looks sad. He looks real sad to me. Yeah, I, I, we just have, a, I guess, like, different yeah. reads on it. For me, for me, it was just, like... I, I think this is just how he, like, Jane lives his life, right? Like, this is something that's constantly on his mind. He can't stop, like, he, he again, he, he fucking sleeps under Red John's fucking, like, smiley, right? Like, I, I think for him, like, it's, this is, it's like that white noise that, like, once you, like, it's, like, kind of put in front of you, it's, like, kind of overwhelming for him. Um, yeah. And it, it <laughs> in a weird way, uh, the, I feel like the brother-in-law is like is kind of trying to help him out here, right? Like, yeah, or or maybe maybe that was just me. Like, it felt like he was trying to uh, like get a little bit out of Jane. Um, yeah, I, I think I think he he probably like the way that I sort of read it with what Danny was doing is that. He so in the way that I read Jane's emotions is that he's like really upset, whether it's with himself or just the fact that he's sad about his wife. When his brother looks at him or brother in law looks at him and says guilt is for marks, he's trying to say, like, cheer up, you did like 
you didn't do it. Like this isn't this isn't your fault. In a very weird kind of it's roundabout not your way. Fault. Yeah, it's <laughs> not your fault. And then he it's hugs not him. Your fault. He hugs him. There's and well, crying. even but even before that, um, I think what Jane says, he's like, "This is the first time I've been here," which again is like, "Fuck, man!" Like, this, yeah, there's some good there's some good meat here on this episode for that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I'm like that that's brutal. Uh, the the brother asks him, he's like, "Why why have you not been here?" And he's like, "Cause they're not here, you know. Like this is this is a fucking, uh, you know, there's there's nothing actually here for me." Uh, the brother tries to lighten up a little bit by being like, "Well, you don't know, like, uh, kind of the a lot again, a lot of the same way with Christina Fry." Now that I think about it, because th- there was that same thing if you remember from the first season where he's like, "No, they're dead. Like there there's no afterlife here." Like, and then Christina Fry kind of like says the thing where uh she is like no listen like they they want to say like you know or, or she says something along the lines of like like they say sorry or something uh, so it's kind of the same here with with the brother not as bad but when he's basically like hey maybe they're here maybe they're looking down at us being like lighten up dummies <laughs> like yeah. it's not you know it's, yeah. it's okay uh jay does not you know <laughs> he does not laugh he is, he is not uh He's out on that one. He's not. He's not in a a positive mood. Let's put it that way. Ah, uh, but but so it worked. Scott, did this scene work for you at all or no? I thought the last scene it was okay. okay. I sort of agree that I think there could have been like more there, but it just kind of ended up with him being like, "Yep, yeah, this sucks." Yeah. Any, anyway, <laughs> bye. <laughs> I remember I liked the music a lot as it was like uh went to credits. Yeah. But overall was, uh, I like the episode a lot. Yep. Yeah. Alright, cool. Well we're we're in it, baby. We've started, we've begun. Season three has begun. <laughs> uh any closing thoughts on these or No, nah, I'm just excited for more mentalist episodes. I'm very I excited. Hope- my my one thing is I really hope that the the crew get I mean and I'm sure it will I I doubt it's gonna like be like this but I do want to see more Rigsby, Cho and Van Pelt kind of interactions you know yeah I think they'll get they'll they'll go back to the formula where like each one of them gets like an episode where they get to be like one of the main characters yeah <laughs> I do agree though that these these two first episodes were very Jane slash Lisbon heavy so. No. Getting a little, getting a little flair for the Cho business is good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always in for that. A, a little bit of that sweet, sweet Cho spice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys as always for joining me. We, where can people find us if they want to comment on these episodes? Again, if you want to tell us your, uh, your fan theories, if you haven't watched the show, or if you have, if you want to not spoil things for us. You can reach out to us on Twitter at at MindsCrimes and send us emails at itsmindcrimes at gmail.com. Oh, I think we had an email. We'll have to save it for next week. I, I totally forgot the fact that we had an email. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll catch you next week. I was I forgot to bring it up, too. I looked at it halfway through the thing. It's we're all, a good we're email. all out of sorts. We're it's all a good email, sorts. too. I like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, as always, for joining me. We have the one, the only Chris Sacco. Later, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. And I will unpin it for you, Scott. What we got, Scott Lee? Vigo Mortensen is now older than Ian McKellen was when he filmed Gandalf for Lord of the Rings.
Well, that's just depressing. <laughs> that is depressing. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> and I have a big pursuit. Have a good one. Later. <laughs> Oh